Padre Pio once described the devil as a rabid dog tied to a chain, and as long as we don't put ourselves in his striking distance, he cannot harm us. But unfortunately, many people unknowingly put themselves in the devil's reach through astrology, the occult, and other New Age practices. These practices open doorways to evil that should never be opened. And it can all happen quickly and without even being aware of it. Let's start by looking at astrology. Many people will ask you, what's your sign? And when they ask me that, I immediately make the sign of the cross. And I respond with, Jesus. Jesus is my sign, and I put a big smile on my face. Yes, that's how I answer people. But in astrology, one's sign means something much different. It refers to the zodiac constellation under which you were born, and it supposedly reveals a lot about who you were and who you will be as a person. This can be summed up with the astrological principle, quote, as above, so below, unquote. And this means whatever takes place in the heavens is going to affect you in some way on earth, or it's going to happen to you on earth. Astrology claims to provide a way for people to discover information about themselves, their temperaments, and their life's purpose, and of course, more than that. To accomplish this, though, the astrologer has to know where the planets are and where the planets were at the moment of a person's birth in order to know what sign he or she was born under. And why should that matter, you're wondering? I mean, why is that necessary? Well, It all matters because each sign offers a different meaning or purpose, and it supposedly tells a person who they are as an individual. This makes sense when we understand that astrology is an ancient pagan practice. That's how it began. And they believed that the sun and the moon and the stars and the planets were all Uh, believed to have influence over a person's life. Each sign of the zodiac is ruled by a different planet. And each planet is ruled or believed to be ruled according to the ancients by a different god. For example, the planet Mars is inhabited by Mars, the god of war. Venus, the god of love, is believed to occupy the planet Venus and so on. So thus, every planet is ruled by a different god, and each of these gods possesses different temperaments, characteristics, which they pass on to the person who is born under their sign. So for example, a person who is born in March, uh, under the god of war, will tend to be angry and aggressive, whereas a person who is born in the month of Venus, the goddess of love, will naturally be more gentle and live a more altruistic life. The constellation Aries, likewise, is also ruled by Mars, so therefore people born under the sign of Aries will be assertive, ambitious, and even aggressive, so says astrology. The goal of astrology is to foretell the future and discover our life's purpose and fate. Now, you're probably wondering how this works. This gets a little bit deep, but it's going to show us what astrology is and why it's incorrect. Astrologers talk about a word called the elliptic, and the elliptic is an area of the sky that the sun appears to move through over the period of a year. And as it moves, it appears to pass through 13 constellations, also known as the zodiac constellations. And the zodiac of constellations is divided by astrologers into 12 equal sections, though they aren't 
actually that in reality, and they are divided into 30 degrees each. It's said that the sun spends about 30 days in each sign or constellation of the zodiac, and so different planets rule over a particular zodiac sign, and in some cases they rule over more than one. So it's the job of the astrologer to locate the planets on any given day in relation to the zodiac constellations, and a trained astrologer uses the chart, which is basically a map of the sky, uh, a full circle with the earth at the center. This map depicts where the sun, the moon, and the planets in our solar system are in relation to the earth at any chosen moment. Now, I'm just going to say this, even though this goes without saying, that for Christians, aside from its pagan roots... If the stars and the zodiacs determine our personalities and our inevitable fates, supposedly, then what purpose is there for God? God does not have any influence in our lives or our decision-making, and neither do we for that matter. We're just slaves to the stars and who we're going to be and what sign we're born under. So it should be fairly easy for a Christian to discern a whole host of problems with this line of thinking. Now, of course, all of this is pretty much bunk, because many people confuse astrology with astronomy. Astrology is a pseudoscience, where astronomy is actual science, which studies the stars and the planets from a purely scientific perspective without any other things added to it. Astrology is more of a pseudoscience that studies the stars and planets with a primary focus of spiritual facets. And not surprisingly, astrology doesn't match up to the scientific data that we have with true astronomy. Astronomy just looks through science, whereas astrology tries to interpret things and reveal who a person is based on signs of a zodiac. Now, as we were saying, astrology purports that the sun remains in each sign for about 30 days or one month, and it takes about one year for the sun to pass through each of the 12 signs. And so you can have a whole chart based on a year divided by the months. And every month, roughly, possesses a different sign. And what ancient astrologers didn't know, and what most modern astrologers will not ever tell you if they know, is that the zodiac signs have shifted over time. And this is important important because nobody's going to tell you this, especially an astrologer or a palm reader or a horoscope interpreter or anything else. But the astrological signs have shifted due to the pull of the moon. You can probably put two and two together, but what this means is that the astrological calendar no longer corresponds with the reality of the skies or the scientific data that we possess today. So in other words, from a purely scientific point of view, astrology is using inaccurate information and therefore the zodiac signs are off and incorrect. Astrologer Paul Kunkel says this, quote, Since the Babylonian zodiac periods were established millennia ago, the moon's gravitational pull has made the earth, quote, wobble around its axis in a process called precession. This has created a one-month bump in the star's alignment, meaning that when astrologers say that the sun is in Pisces, it's not actually in Pisces, unquote. Scientists, real scientists who study the sun, the planets, and the constellations for a living use actual authentic scientific data to confirm this. Listen to what they say, quote, Unbeknownst to ancient astrologers, Earth continually wobbles around its axis in a 25,800-year cycle. This wobble, called precession, is caused by the gravitational attraction of the moon on the Earth's equatorial bulge. Over the last 
two and a half millennia, this wobble has caused the intersection point between the celestial equator and the elliptic to move west on the elliptic by 36 degrees, or almost one-tenth of the way around to the border of Pisces and Aquarius. This means that the signs have slipped one-tenth or almost a whole month of the way around the sky to the west relative to the stars beyond. Now, you're probably like, what? But in plain English, the alignment of the stars has shifted over time, throwing off the sign by a whole period of about 30 days, an entire sign. So what this means is that even if the stars could predict your future or your personality or your behavior or anything like that, the zodiac month traditionally ascribed to a person's birth date is actually incorrect and therefore does not carry your true reading. Likewise, it does not reflect anything about a person allegedly born under a certain sign because it's wrong. In 2016, NASA updated an article on its children's site, NASA Space Place, and it confirmed these truths. This news was like a bomb in the astrological community, and many, many people panicked, (laughs) including this person who says, quote, We don't want to be dramatic, but NASA literally just ruined our lives. For the first time in 3,000 years, they've decided to update the astrological signs. This means that the majority of us are about to experience a total identity crisis, unquote. Of course, NASA did not change the zodiac signs at all, but merely acknowledged the reality of the change that had already taken place. They already just acknowledged the reality of the constellation alignments based on the true star's position in the sky. And it gets even better. Many scientific studies have been done on astrology and horoscope and tarot cards and things like that. They have all proved that astrology is unscientific. In fact, there's very little peer-reviewed research into astrology. And as the University of California, Berkeley's Understanding Science page puts it, it says this, quote, As reflected by a minimal level of research in the field, astrologers rarely try to test their arguments in fair ways, meaning scientific ways. In addition, the astrological community largely ignores evidence that contradicts its ideas, unquote. And as I just said, many studies have confirmed this and proved this, and we'll go over just a few right now in this talk. We don't have time for all, certainly, but just one example. One rigorous study revealed that out of 3,000 horoscope predictions, 3,000, only about 10% proved true. 10%! I mean, seriously, that's you could do better guessing. 10% proved true, and these are the people who interpret your astrological signs. Other studies have found that For those who do read horoscopes for a living, like the professionals, they can't even recognize their own reading when it's placed in front of them among other readings. Surely if these people possessed a true clairvoyance or some understanding into the zodiac, a trained reader could identify his or her reading in a heartbeat. And other studies have shown the exact same thing. In fact, one study showed that 10 astrologers, if you take 10 astrologers and you put them all in the same room and you give them the same reading, they will all interpret it in a different way, meaning that this whole practice is bunk, literally bunk. If you have 10 people interpreting things different ways and they can't even all interpret it, not even two of them interpret it the same way, it means that it's all false and it's, it's not true and we shouldn't be spending money on this in our life. Here's the thing. When people read horoscopes and accept astrology as true, 
Science tells us that they tend to accept what they are told about themselves and their lives, whether it's true or not. And I know people in real life who have actually gone by astrology and they ignore those things that don't pertain to them and they just take the things that do, which really isn't an honest assessment of astrology at all. But many studies have been done on this, which kind of proves it to be true. This was proven by a French researcher and statistician who offered a free astrological reading in a newspaper. More than 150 people responded and each was sent a free 10-page horoscope. Of the people who responded, 94% of the people reported satisfaction with a horoscope reading and claimed that it was an actual portrayal of their life. And 90% of their family members said the same thing. But what they did not know is that they all received the same exact horoscope. They didn't receive one that was for them. They just received the same exact horoscope. And the horoscope that was sent to them was that of Dr. Marcel Patiot, one of the most notorious mass murderers in all of French history. So this French researcher did many other experiments and tests to prove the validity of astrology, and all of them came up empty. He ended up contradicting what he originally thought. He actually thought that astrology worked. So when he actually did this under a more scientific perspective, he ended up contradicting himself and realizing that it was all bunk, and he himself ended up having a mental breakdown. I mean, think about that. People looked at the most notorious mass murderer in all of French history, and they said, oh yes, I think this applies to me. I can see aspects of this reading, and I really think it applies to me, because they really wanted to, and they read into these things, and they only take the things that apply to them and leave the rest. And this is dangerous and fraudulent and faulty. I mean, these are only a few of the many studies that have been done to demonstrate the illegitimacy of astrology and horoscopes. When scrutinized under real science, in some ways, I think they're just deceitful, and at best, they're just subjective. And many others are just duped by people who take advantage of people and make lots of money. I mean, think of Sylvia Brown, who is one of the most acclaimed and sought-after psychics in the entire world. I mean, this lady was very popular. She was so famous that sometimes the police departments asked her to help solve murders. She charged people up to $700 for a 20-minute session, which is ludicrous, by the way. And this took place for decades until Brown was discovered to be a fraud of all places by the Huffington Post who published a long article exposing her fraudulent practice and providing a long list of her failed predictions. Even though people were paying $700 for 20 minutes, she was a fraud. And this is very, very common in the astrological field and in tarot cards and in psychics and other things as well. It's a great money-making scheme. All of these things even things like mediums, are scamming people. Most of them are a scam. Some people who visit astrologers and other fortune tellers may object and say, no, no, uh, they knew everything about me. I went in there and they told me my whole life story. It has to be true. And people will say this sort of thing all the time. But what they don't realize is that for a trained reader, this is actually very easy to do, and it's very easy to produce real results, or real, I put that in quotes, results. For example, Matthew Arnold, who is a Catholic speaker and a former tarot card reader, he shows how unbelievably simple the art of ripping people off and making a large amount of money in the process really is. Before he converted to Jesus, Arnold used to make lots of money by just telling people, really, what they wanted to hear. Listen to what he says in his own words. He says this, quote, You learn to use a person's name and flattery. 
You manipulate the conversation to make them agree with the reading as it progresses. But most of all, I learn to bombard my clients with conflicting information. Now, they're so busy trying to make connections that afterwards they're only able to remember what applied to them and not really my own words so much as the connections that they made in their own minds, which makes it seem even more accurate, unquote. Now, Arnold knew, he even admits, he has a whole talk on this, but he admits that he was taking advantage of gullible people and he cashed in on it. Many readers and psychics are in the business of fraud and they're cashing in on it. Now, with that being said, While most people are in the business of scamming people, there are a few who actually possess a real gift of clairvoyance or audiovoyance or something like that. They really do see and hear things and they possess like a dark supernatural power that's definitely not from God. These people do have abilities and these are the ones that you want to stay away from even more so. Their use of astrology is an occult practice based on paranormal powers and we should avoid them even more I think, than the frauds. Moira Noonan was actually a former New Age practitioner herself. She was a professional psychic and a clairvoyant, a real one. And she had a conversion to Jesus, which she uh, talks about in her book, Ransom from Darkness. And she describes uh, firsthand all of these practices, which you can read in her book. She describes being given messages and that they would play over and over again in her head like a record. And even when she didn't want the messages there, they would be there until they drove her insane. And she needed many, many hours of being delivered from a priest in order to liberate her from the devil's grip. So this is nothing to mess around with. And anybody who has had the same experience as her will tell you the exact same thing. Like Marcia Montenegro, for example. She was another astrologer, a professional astrologer, and a clairvoyant who has come back to Jesus. She actually had a big conversion, and she says this, quote, Being an occult art, astrology is connected to paranormal powers of the occult. This paranormal effect manifested for me when I would concentrate on a chart in preparation for a reading or during a session with a client. I would feel a distinct energy flowing between the chart and myself. And she goes on to reveal how she had psychic flashes and would hear words and see visions and different things like that. And as someone who was invested in this for many, many years, she says that she can attest to the spiritual dangers for people who participate. And so she warns about the potential harms and serious dangers that can happen in a person's life, even innocently. And no matter how steeped someone is in the new age or occultic practices from just dabbling to full-on practice, somebody, wherever they are, the path back to Jesus is always the same. It's prayer, repentance, and following Christ with all of our hearts. Anyone, at any time, can return to the Lord Jesus, the Lord of heaven and earth, because it's never too late. So if you've been partaking in any of these practices— Please go to confession. Rid your soul of them. Let God wash them away. In fact, God says in the Bible that when he forgives your sins, he throws them as far as the east is from the west, and he drowns them to the bottom of the ocean, and he never thinks of them again. So this is great news. This is good news that even if you've done a little or if you've been practicing for years, you can find healing and forgiveness. And in fact, Father Gabriel Amorth, the exorcist, says that One confession is more powerful than exorcism. I I mean, think about that. 
I mean, exorcism, it, we think that is powerful. It gets rid of the devil. It de- delivers people from demonic possession. But he says that the sacraments, especially confession— are more powerful than an exorcism because it literally rips up the roots of sin and darkness that sin have made in our souls and it removes them and it opens us up. For, so when we go to receive the sacrament of the Eucharist, it fills our soul with Christ himself, the way, the truth, and the life. Further, and, and this is also important, but the Lord himself can restore the pieces of our life that are broken lost or in need of transformation. And I can attest to that in my own life that this is true. And from counseling countless Catholics over the years, I can say that this is true. If you like this talk and this topic and you want more of it, please check out our book, Counterfeit Spirituality, Exposing the False Gods. We talk about astrology. We talk about the occult, yoga, Reiki, centering prayer, mindfulness, the Enneagram, the law of attraction, and much more. It's called Counterfeit Spirituality, and it can be found on Amazon, it can be found on Barnes & Noble, and it can be found on its original website, Our Sunday Visitor. And if you haven't already, please check out our website, thecatholictruth.org. We have many inspirational videos and articles on our YouTube channel, which is Catholic Truth, and on our website, thecatholictruth.org. If you need a Catholic speaker, a retreat leader, a keynote, or whatever, please check out our website. We would be happy to come speak to your group, your parish, or your church, and we would be happy to give you seminars on the New Age movement, on topics like this, or on many other topics as well. Please check out our website at thecatholictruth.org. God bless you.